0: Money FM 89.3. Best of Your Money. Read with Michelle Martin on Your Money. Only on Money FM 89.3. Today, the inside story of how SpaceX overcame the early failure as a startup in 2002 to become the world's leading rocket company. SpaceX is, of course, the American aerospace manufacturer and space transportation services, best known, I suppose, uh, for its CEO, Elon Musk. Salesforce CEO Mark Benioff said on Monday that he's bullish on space, noting that he's an investor in Elon Musk's SpaceX. A couple of days ago, SpaceX launch its 18th mission uh, with the Sirius XM8 high-powered broadcasting satellite and You know, the space race is heating up when Jeff Bezos says he's heading to space. So today, a great read, Liftoff, Elon Musk and the Desperate Early Days of SpaceX and the book's author, Eric Berger, joins me live. Eric, good morning. So you're a journalist and you're a senior space editor for ARS Techie. You were. So give our listeners a sense of how this is an insider view of SpaceX.
1: So SpaceX has succeeded where a lot of other companies and entrepreneurs have failed to really bring down the cost of access to space. And so I wanted to go back to the beginning of the company and really understand why they succeeded um, where so many other companies had struggled and ultimately, you know, flamed out. So I, you know, I talked to Elon Musk. I said, you know, I think it's time to write the the origin story of SpaceX. And he said, okay. Um, And from there I talked to him and then basically all of the early employees to get a sense of what it was like to work with him, work for SpaceX, and how they survived, what were really you know, a pretty desperate time in the early days before they, they took off about a decade ago.
0: How is SpaceX today different from what Musk wanted to build at the start of things?
1: Well, what's really surprising is that the company has not changed much at all. It, it has the DNA that was laid down in those earliest days and earliest years. Um, and it really begins with, with Elon Musk and his vision. You know, he told his very first employees that the plan was to send humans to Mars. Um, And and they really haven't moved off that goal. Um, They're just a little bit closer now than they were 20 years ago.
0: That's still the ultimate goal to get the race race to Mars then?
1: Yeah, the ultimate goal is to build a self-sustaining settlement on the surface of Mars. And it sounds audacious. Um, It sounded completely, I think, insane back in 2002. But, you know, now that they've launched more than 100 rockets and they're building this large reusable launch system called Starship, it does feel at least like it's possible.
0: All right. What would you say are SpaceX's greatest successes to date, Eric?
1: So I would put a couple of things up there. First mm-hmm. and foremost, I would say, you know, their ability to reuse rockets is, is really unprecedented. You know, we see them take off, and then they come back a few minutes later, uh, often landing on a drone ship, you know, hundreds of kilometers offshore. You know, that really feels to me, and I've covered the space industry for a long time, that really feels to me like I'm seeing a glimpse of the future. And, and then they'll bring, that, they'll, they'll bring that drone ship back to the fort, they'll refurbish the rocket, and then several weeks later they'll fly it again.
0: Um, and so,
1: you know, sort of conquering that technological hurdle, um, and that's allowing them to launch often and for much less than any other company is, is a big step. I think the other big step that they've made recently was launching humans. You know, NASA didn't have the capability to do that for almost a decade. Mm. And SpaceX comes along with, you know, a little bit of government money, and and now they're going to launch, you know, this year they're probably going to launch five or six human missions.
0: Incredible. So what do you think is part of the reason why SpaceX has succeeded uh, where others haven't? And to what extent is Elon Musk a key part of that success?
1: Yeah, I think you have to begin with with Elon. He is, and you know, he brought a new mindset into the the aerospace industry, which was really had really slowed down and lost a lot of the innovative culture. Um, and, and he came from Silicon Valley and, and brought this mindset of okay, we're going to go fast. You know, we may have some failures, and that's okay. You know, we're going to we're going to sacrifice some of that to, to go fast. Um, and he he is really good at hiring. Engineers. He, he's an engineer himself, and he he, he, told me, he told me, you know, within a few minutes of talking to someone, he can tell whether they're going to be pretty good or not. Um, mm. and, and he was involved with the first 3,000 hires at SpaceX. He, you know, he, he interviewed them all personally. Wow. So he invested a lot of time and effort in making sure that the team he put together at SpaceX ultimately would be successful.
0: But how hard does Musk push his employees and does the book talk about, you know, pushback from them?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And, and so it, it's a double edged sword. If you go to work for Elon Musk at SpaceX, you know what you're getting into, right? Mm-hmm. You're working 80 hour weeks. You're expected to meet, in, you know, in seemingly impossible demands on on really, you know, breakneck schedules. Um, but at the same time, you're also getting to do cutting edge work. You know, when you go to, when you go to a company like SpaceX, you're actually building things that are going to fly into space a few months later. And it's really not like that if you get to work at NASA or government space agency. And so, yeah, yeah, of course, the book talks about how a lot of these early employees who, you know, sacrificed so much. You know, one of the, one of the founding employees, Mm -hmm. Chris Thompson, he was employee number two at the company. You know, he told me that, he lost the, he lost ten years of his his daughter's growing up. You know he missed the volleyball games. He missed the after school meetings. He missed the recitals, and it was an enormous sacrifice to make. Um, but he doesn't. He doesn't, At the same time, he also doesn't regret the fact that he got to be there. You know at the at the dawn of this company that that was you know built the first successful private orbital rocket.
0: And at the dawn of things, I think your book talks about how there were very few, surprisingly few employees at this company. So, what were some of the early challenges for SpaceX?
1: Well, you know, no one had no one had really done this before, mm. um, and so one of, you know they wanted to do things like instead of building a rocket with with five thousand people, could they do it with you know fifty or a hundred people? You know, and instead of buying an off the shelf, you know, because you could buy a a flight-ready computer, right, a a space-rated computer. Um, But it would cost you, you know, several million dollars. Could they, they, you know, use an off-the-shelf computer and adapt it? And so it was really the challenge of both trying to go fast and, and, you know, doing it as cost-effectively as possible. And so, you know, one of the things Musk, would always push back against was the idea, well, this is the way it's always been done, right? Employees would come to SpaceX and other space companies. And mm-hmm. This is the way we did it at Boeing. Just, he's like, no, 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 don't ever say that, don't ever do that. You know, you're at SpaceX, mm-hmm. we're going to find a better way. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was just, you know, constant engineering challenges.
0: Okay, and from what you have seen so far, in your opinion, to what extent is SpaceX likely to succeed when it comes to that ultimate goal?
1: You know that's a that's a great question. Um, if you'd asked me that five years ago, I would have said probably not. Now I'm leaning more toward, you know, that that the they that they're going to be a success. But the fact of the matter is, they've now they've now built three different world-class rockets. They've built you know three different versions of, of orbital spacecraft, um, and, and they're building this launch system, the Starship launch system, which is truly innovative. Would completely change the launch industry and in spaceflight as we know it. Um, and they're starting to have some success with that vehicle. So I would give them probably a better 50, 50% chance of success. Of getting in, to Mars by
0: 2024?
1: No, 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 not by, not by 2024. <laughs> I think within a decade or two. Okay, um, okay. But, but okay. no one else is. I mean, NASA's not going to Mars probably in my lifetime, and I'm not yet 50 years old. So it, it's a big challenge.
0: Mm, just terrific and and finally before we let you go I mean how did you get access to um, Elon Musk and what's he like in person I think you're the closest we're going to get to Elon Musk here in Singapore
1: <laughs> so um, I had written about the, the, the commercial space industry for about a decade and he was familiar with my work and, mm. and I think he realized that I would you know try to tell the story fair, fairly and accurately um, and what's he like in a person mm. you know he is on one hand he is very much the the international celebrity who is larger than life. He's quite a big person um, in terms of height and and imposing, but it was also pretty endearing to see him, you know, with some of his boys and and to see him act not like a Elon Musk, you know, international man of mystery or, you know, internet celebrity billionaire, but sort of dad who's playing, you know, iPhone games with his kids and, you know, showing them around his, his rockets and, and trying to, you know, get them interested in it as well. So he's, you know, he's, He's a pretty complicated person. You kind of got to take the good with the bad.
0: That's great to hear. Thank you for sharing. Eric Berger is our guest today. Eric Berger is author of Lift Off. It's a great book. Elon Musk and the Desperate Early Days at Launch, SpaceX. You've been reading with me, Michelle Martin. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.